0: Hello, and welcome to Emotional Self Mastery, the best podcast on regaining personal power, self confidence, and peace. I'm your host, Cheryl C. Jones. And I'm Kathy, the producer of this podcast. Each week together, we explore topics that will help you eliminate negative self talk, worry, anxiety, and fear so so you you can can live live your best best life. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Cheryl what are we talking about today? This week's topic is another personal subject. It is one that challenges me pretty regularly. It is the topic of resistance and procrastination. Maybe you're familiar with it? Maybe just a little. (laughs) When I experience resistance and procrastination, I call it hitting the wall, because it becomes that place where my willpower isn't enough to get me moving. It's like I have hit a flat wall, and there is no moving forward. What's been your experience? Does it feel like hitting the wall to you?
1: Often. And I th- I'm thinking right now that I- I'm a content writer. So I write on different subjects all the time and sometimes I just hit a wall on what to say, how to get started, how to express the you know, the feeling. So yeah, I've experienced that wall. <laughs> it's not very comfortable, is it? No. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. Well,
0: you know, I've noticed that some people will call it resistance and other people will call it procrastination. And I actually see them as two distinctly different things.
1: Well, no matter what they're called, the end result is the same. There's no forward movement on the project
0: or task or towards the goal. Well, yeah, that's for sure. Well, let's look at the two and see how they're different and check in with Merriam-Webster to find out what the definitions of them are. So let's start with resistance. And the, the pseudonyms, synonyms?
1: Synonyms.
0: Synonyms. <laughs> that sounds like cinnamon, but anyway. Okay, the synonyms for resistance are opposition, challenge, fight, and struggle. And it's defined as the refusal to accept or comply with something and the attempt to prevent something by action or argument.
1: Hmm. Okay. You want
0: to share the definition of procrastination? Sure. Its
1: synonyms are stall, delay, and postponement. And our friend Miriam Webster defines it as the action of delaying or postponing something.
0: So according to Webster, they they have two different definitions, yet I think they get interchanged with one another all the time. But there's something they have in common. No matter whether you're experiencing resistance or procrastination, they both have unintended benefits. Now, let me explain what an unintended benefit is.
1: Oh, I know. I know. I know what an unintended benefit is. It's like when you go to the grocery store to buy uh, laundry detergent and you get a free box of dryer sheets, too. Free. Ooh. In addition to it.
0: Where was that sale? I missed that one. You're right, though. You're exactly right. It's when you gain something that you didn't set out to actually go after or intend to go after in the beginning. So you're absolutely right. So another example might be if you decided to sign up for a complimentary discovery session with me to learn how my coaching strategy is different than other coaches, because it is. And at the end of that session, you were able to identify what's been holding you back from achieving your goals. Now, your original intention was to learn about my process and style, but you ended up with much more. That much more is the unintended benefit. Make sense?
1: Yes, the unintended benefit in this illustration is that you learn a little bit about yourself in the process.
0: Exactly, and maybe identify exactly the thing that's standing in your way, and gosh, wouldn't that be helpful to know? Mm. So often we don't know. Right. So let's look at the unintended benefits for resistance and procrastination, and let's start with resistance first when we experience re- resistance we're refusing to comply a very personal example is that everyone in my family my two sons and my husband all have iPhones and i constantly get razzed by my children by they say well mom if only you had an iphone then we could do this or that <laughs> And I am totally resistant to making the change because my brain doesn't operate on the fruit frequency. I am a (laughs) Android girl and I am very resistant to changing over to fruit-based telephones and computers.
1: (laughs) Are you sure you're just not afraid to do something different?
0: Yes, ma'am. I am sure because I do have an iMac and I it takes all that I can muster up to figure out how to use it. So what do I do? I revert back over to the easy way. I'd rather spend my time focusing on other things and not on trying to learn a new way of thinking or processing. So
1: A new way of talking on a telephone.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, when you can see each other. What's that called? Oh, you have an iPhone. You know what it's called. What's it called? <laughs>
1: Uh, What is it called? FaceTime.
0: FaceTime, yes. FaceTime,
1: Uh, either, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, Kathy, where have you noticed resistance in your life?
1: (laughs) You know, I am pretty perfect, but
0: I'll try to keep that in mind.
1: Yeah, but my kids, on the other hand, I think I um, I learned quite a bit about resistance with
0: my children,
1: resisting every rule or. Take out the
0: trash. (laughs) Yes, resistance shows up in a lot of ways, definitely. There's another thing about resistance resistance could be trying to tell you something. It might not just be, I don't want to do it kind of thing. It might be that there is a purpose behind it. What I mean is that maybe the universe is trying to tell you something, like cause you to slow down because there's something that you need to become aware of or you need to allow the universe to work work out whatever it is before you move forward. And I had an experience just yesterday. I bought a new computer and I got it all set up and it came up to the screen and all this computer back-end jargon that I know nothing about. I'm good with applications, just not good with that back-end stuff. And it sent, and I tr- went up to the little box to close it, the little x, and it said, "You have not changed your BIOS." yes, no. I'm like, what's a BIOS? And no, I'm not going to change it. You're a brand new computer. <laughs> so I clicked no, and it restarted and came up to the same place again. And I'm like, ay, ay. And So, so then that, you, what, kicked it? No, I didn't kick it, but I did click yes. And it closed again. and came back up to the same thing. So I finally walked away from it. And you know, this morning I came in it and it had turned itself off last night and I came in and I turned it on and it had the beautiful screen where the icons were that I was supposed to see <laughs> and none of that bio stuff anymore.
1: So nice.
0: <laughs> so sometimes the universe just wants you to wait a lot a while longer.
1: <laughs> I get it. I get it.
0: Yeah. And sometimes it's a warning. I don't think my situation with the computer was a a warning but sometimes it wants you to slow down just so you can see what's going on because you might be about to make a big investment or take a big step and the universe wants you to contemplate that and look at that before you do it. One of the things that happened not too long ago, my husband and I were in New York, and we were headed to LaGuardia Airport after visiting some family. And during the ride to the airport, which we were in New Jersey, it was a long ride, I became more and more anxious. And as we got closer and closer to the airport, my stomach got tighter and tighter. And the discomfort just kept intensifying. And especially when we got out of the car, it was like, I did not want to get on this plane. I didn't know what it's about. But I just I just knew this was not going to be good. And we got to the gate. We're waiting for a really long time. And then the announcement came over the PA that said our flight would be delayed. And I was like, oh, dear. And my stomach just kind of like sank a little bit further. And so my husband, Marvin, went up to the desk to ask what was going on. And he learned that they were replacing the pilot's window because it had a crack in it. And I think back after, you know, knowing that now, and I'm like, who knows what might have happened with the pressure in the airplane, had we gone up with a crack in the pilot's window? That's, yeah. I mean, who knows, right? And so it was kind of like the universe was telling me, put the brakes on, put the brakes on. And of course, everything, we understood what was going on finally, but it was all purposeful. Right,
1: exactly. Okay, that makes sense. What about procrastination?
0: Well, Kathy, how often have you tried to muscle through procrastination? You know, force yourself to do something you didn't feel inspired to do?
1: Pretty often.
0: Pretty often. (laughs) Can you give me some examples where you've pushed yourself through to get something done?
1: Okay, so here's my concept. Here's how I work I make a to do list, right? And on that to do list, I do all the things that I like to do first. And across them all, I like seeing that crossed off look. And then I leave the stuff I don't really want to do or don't like doing. And so then I'm left with a list of stuff I don't want or like to do. So How's that working for you? I, I, I have to have those things on that list crossed off. And I can't move to a new list until this one's finished. So, good for you. Yeah. So, I eventually have to push myself to do those things on my to do list that I don't like or don't want to do. Mm
0: -hmm. I would imagine that a lot of people are like you (laughs) and forcing yourself through it. I know that some people try to reward themselves when they do the thing that they didn't like to do or didn't want to do. So, they try to like tease themselves into something. Eh, that might work. I, I haven't found that it works very well for me. <laughs> some of the things that I avoid or procrastinating on that are current, <laughs> you can read about some others in my blog post that we released this week on procrastination. There are also a few others that have come up since I wrote that blog. One of them is cleaning my desk off right now. It looks like a jungle. Setting up my new computer and transferring the data. Ugh. I'm going to get it done. Working on an outline of, of my next online course has been dragging on and dragging on. One other thing that maybe I'm not the only one that's procrastinating on this topic is writing a strategic plan for next year. I've really got to do some work around that. I recognize that I'm procrastinating on it, and I keep finding other things that, are, like Kathy that are more fun to do, and I just leave those on my list.
1: <laughs> so Cheryl, why is it we procrastinate?
0: Well, as it turns out, we all have different reasons for putting things off. Some of those reasons include trying to avoid negative feelings, those feelings that are associated with tasks or actions that are uncomfortable. Let's say, for instance, you need to offer your neighbor an apology because you ran over their sprinkler head or something. That raises negative feelings, and it can cause us to want to avoid taking the action of going and confessing, if you will, to the sprinkler damage. Another one is perfectionism. Very often we're afraid that we might not get it right or perfect. Fear of failure. We're Mm -hmm. afraid that we just, it won't work out or that we will, you know, be awful at whatever it is. Another one is fear of criticism or judgment. And this is true for so many people, it's amazing, you know, words are so powerful and we don't realize it. And so many people don't move forward on on actions and plans that they have and goals that they have because of the fear of judgment and and criticism. Another one is low self-esteem, depression is also one, and attention deficit disorder. You know we make fun of it, and we say, "Oh, squirrel, you know there's something else, but that is a that is a true issue for both children and adults, where they're easily distracted. there's two more: one is waiting till the last minute that's mine, folks. that is mine. I wait till the last minute because very often that's when inspiration hits me, and like the whole thing comes together in my mind, but it's not a good way to operate." <laughs> And one more is the fear of vulnerability, putting ourselves out there and being our true self, do it in a big way that then causes feedback or generates feedback. That can be very discouraging when you get negative feedback, and it ties right back into criticism and judgment and hurtful language, and sometimes it even attracts the wrong attention the things that we don't want to, the kind of attention that we don't want to get from people. Mm -hmm. I want the listeners to weigh in on this and I want you to do it for yourself. Which of the reasons I mentioned above are true for you? So let me run through the list and you keep count of how many were a fit for you. How many of them are reasons for you to procrastinate? Is it because you're trying to avoid negative feelings? Is it because you're a perfectionist, or you want it just right. Do you have a fear of failure? Do you fear criticism or judgment of others? Do you have low self-esteem? Are you experiencing some depression? Or maybe you have some tendencies toward ADD. Then there is waiting till the last minute and the fear of vulnerability. So if you said that there were several of these that uh, that apply to you, don't freak out because I have several of these as well. And I'm not going to combine yeah. how many I do have. I, <laughs>
1: I'll tell you, I had four out of those.
0: You had four. I can admit that perfectionism is one of mine for sure. Oh, and, I wasn't going to
1: tell you which four they were.
0: Oh, you weren't going to tell me which four? Okay, well then maybe I don't <laughs> have to tell you mine either. <laughs> Just know I've got them too. <laughs> the good news is I got new good news for you people. The good news is that I have found ways to get past these types of procrastination without forcing myself through it because forcing is not a pretty place to be. Well, I just assumed
1: that forcing yourself to do it was just a way of life. You mean there's an alternative? Well, huh?
0: there are a couple of well, alternatives.
1: What what do we do to overcome resistance and procrastination?
0: The first thing we have to do is determine which delay or uh, avoidance tactic it is. Is it resistance or is it procrastination? Now, if it's resistance, then we need to study the situation and actively listen to what your intuition is trying to tell you. You want to ask your intuition, what's going on here? Is it that I'm not measuring up or some other self-defeating thought process, or is it there's something, you know, out of balance that I, that I need to identify here before I take my next steps?
1: Okay, so that's resistance, but what, how do you identify procrastination?
0: If it's not resistance, it probably is procrastination, so one of the things that I suggest doing is there's a quote every time I think about getting past procrastination. There's a quote that comes to mind by Lao Su and he said the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. What he's saying there is to get beyond the procrastination you need only take one step in the direction of the thing that you've been procrastinating on. That first step will give you the momentum to take you to the next step and the next step.
1: You know that reminds me of when my kids were growing up and they would have a project due for school and it would just seem such a big deal. I can remember science fair and their resistance to starting science fair projects. And I would tell them each time, don't see it as a mountain, chunk it down into little Hills and you just conquer them one by one, one rock at a time that helped me. I don't know if it necessarily
0: helped them. (laughs) Maybe I need to use your chunking idea for that online course I'm trying to develop. I love that. I'm thinking about it as small rocks or, or, you know, instead of a mountain, that's a really good idea because there's structures to it and that makes sense, you know, what needs to come first, but maybe you don't always do it in the first layer first I know that sometimes when I write I write a chunk that ends up in the middle of a blog post instead of instead of the beginning or the end I did that with when I wrote my book as well I wrote it in chunks and so chunks are a really good way to, to move past procrastination there's another simple tip you could try that helps you el- Align your energy because so often, when we're procrastinating, there's this angst that's going on within our body, and that anxiety stirs up a lot of unnecessary emotions. But if you will tap on your collarbone, use both hands and use your fingertips and tap on your collarbone, it starts to calm down your sympathetic nervous system. If you continue to tap and use the following statement, and we'll put this statement in the show notes so that you'll have it and can reference it. As you tap on your collarbone, if you say, even though I'm procrastinating on getting this task started, I accept myself just the way I am then you keep tapping on your collarbone and list all the reasons you're not starting it. Well, you might say, I'm worried that I'm going to get it wrong. What if they don't like it? What if it's not perfect and it's 100% right? What if I'm criticized or made fun of? You might say, I don't have enough time. Whatever comes to your mind, just keep tapping and you've exhausted all the reasons you haven't started the task or the project. Then when you're done, take two deep breaths and let them out, and then take your first step on the project. And that might be that you need to pick up the phone and call somebody, or you might need to brainstorm some ideas on a piece of paper, or it may be that you just need to get up out of your chair. Whatever it is, take a single step in that direction.
1: However, Sometimes, even though you go through the steps and follow the tips, you still can't quite figure out what it is that's holding you back or got you stuck or causing you to procrastinate. So then
0: what can we do? That's where I can help. In fact, many of my clients have told me that I'm amazing when it comes to detecting and solving the mysteries of their procrastination and being stuck.
1: <laughs> I will I will vouch for that I have. I would say, been your client, but I've really been your student for many, many years now. <laughs> and I can vouch for the fact that you are able to help people quickly identify issues that are holding them from getting started, from moving forward, from making a change, anything sort of a mindset issue. And like I said, you, you don't, dilly-dally around. It usually comes out pretty quickly.
0: <laughs> Let's get to it. Absolutely. Those of you who are listening, you don't have to wait. You can schedule a complimentary 30-minute discovery session with me, and you can discover what's causing you to procrastinate or feel stuck. And if you'd like to do that, you can do that at bit.ly, and that's bit.ly forward slash discover mastery. And we'll put that in the show notes as well.
1: Okay, so what's the bottom line here?
0: The bottom line is that procrastination is an indication that something is going on behind the scenes, something in your mind that may not be very obvious to you. So if you tried these tips that we've outlined here in this episode, and you're still struggling, don't wait. Give me a call. No one should have to struggle anymore. And we wish you the very best and want you to be as productive as you want to be without resistance and without procrastination. Thanks for tuning in to Emotional Self Mastery. We'll be back next Thursday with a new topic to help you reclaim your personal power and self-confidence. Please be sure to subscribe to and like this podcast and share it with a friend. And if
1: you want a deeper dive into emotional self-mastery, get Cheryl's book by the same title on Amazon. Download the first chapter for free on her website
0: under the book tab. Want to receive a full recap of this week's content with resources and helpful hints? Sign up on the first page of my website at simplythebestresults.com Talk to you next week.